Welcome once again to Jim and Pat's Glasgow West End chat. Everything about Glasgow's West End. My name's Jim Byrne and the Pat in the title is Pat Byrne. And this is episode 38. This is our uh, special weekly episode where I chat to Pat and find out uh, what she's been up to over the last week or so and anything that's in her head that's coming up. And of course, uh, as usual, we have our weekly West End fact, which is a special one this week, and also our uh, favourite West End place or thing. Pat's got one and I've got one. So that's basically it. Uh, If you're enjoying the podcast, uh, please subscribe. Please get in touch if you've got any questions, either by the Twitter, which is Pat, it was at Glasgow's West End, or via the old-fashioned old person's way, which is by email, so that's jim at glasgowestend.co.uk, or pat at glasgowestend.co.uk. And if you're in a good mood, tell your pal to just listen, tell your pal to listen to Jim and Pat's Glasgow West End chat. Okay, let's have a listen to what Pat's been up to. Okay, Pat, welcome to another Jim and Pat's Classical West End chat. Thank you, Jim. (laughs) (laughs) And this is the one where I ask you what you've been up to. But before that, we're going to do the uh, famous Classical West End fact. Okay. Okay. So I've been looking at my list of facts... And I'm going to put together two facts. Okay. Just to... I'm intrigued. Tenuously related. The first part of the fact is that both Glasgow's most famous architects, Charles René Macintosh and Alexander Greek Thompson, came from very large families. 11 and 20 children, respectively. 20 children? Yeah. Is that Greek Thompson? Well... I'm assuming from the way I've written that down there that, that was Greek Thompson had yeah, 20 yeah. siblings. I mean, 11's huge, 20's vast. Yeah, and just to uh, make it a West End fact, I'll mention that Charles Rennie McIntosh was a West Ender and he stayed at 78 South, po- South Park Avenue. I think it used to be called Slodden's Street or something oh, like that. Oh, okay. I think the name was changed. Right, well, I'll just stick that in with my fact then. Well, maybe better check it, but I've got a feeling that's... So there you go, there's your West End fact for this week. It's amazing, I didn't know that. I wonder what happened to all the other ones, if they were talented or if they all lived or whatever. I really should, yeah, that's that's interesting. I haven't heard it before. Must have had quite a wide, you know, kind of quite a big... Kinship? Aye, I mean, must be a lot of folk out there that are related to him. Both of them. Absolutely, yeah. With all those kids. For sure. Anyway, moving on. Tell me, Pat, what have you been up to in the last week? Okay, um, well, I went to one of my favourite places in the West End, the iconic Ubiquitous Chip. Mm -hmm. I met Ghislaine. The Ubiquitous Chip has been there for such a long time. it's absolutely 
brilliant restaurant. It's beautiful. It's in Ashton Lane. Yeah. And it's got a lovely bar. People people really, really love it. Um, and quite a lot of folk used to work there, including myself. Right, okay. Did you work there? Oh. I was a part-time waitress there in the right. restaurant when I was at university. Right, I didn't know that. Or maybe you told me, I forgot. Yeah. That be so anyway, um, anybody visiting the West End, I can absolutely recommend the ubiquitous chip. Yeah, we used to go there every Sunday, didn't we? Yeah, we used, we used to, to go and... Our business meeting and our uh, Sunday brunch. Yeah. Way back when we started up the website. Yeah. I remember that. that um, was, I remember that, was that black pudding to this funny. day. <laughs> and what was the guy's name? You knew the owner, didn't you? Yeah. Um, well, Colin Clydesdale owns it now. Um, it was his dad, called um, Ronnie Clydesdale, that, that started it started it up. Mm-hmm. Um, Colin also owns Scrivagan in Gibson Street, which is another fabulous restaurant, really good. So anyway, I always enjoy a wee visit to Ubiquitous Chip. Okay. And that's um that was my favourite place this week. Alright, okay. <laughs> and so it's one of my favourite places. Do not now rather than later. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll just combine the two of them. Okay. You combine something, I'll combine something. Alright, okay, no more. So I've also been, I mean, I, I like to go to other parts of Glasgow that I don't know very well and I'm not in very often. So I happened to be, I was over at BBC Scotland interviewing Teresa Talbot. Right. She, Teresa's the person who does the um, traffic and travel broadcasts. She's on the um, No, on the radio. On the radio. On the radio. Right. And um, she sometimes reads out reads out the news but she's also a she's self-employed um, broadcaster and journalist but she's also a writer mm-hmm. so she's got a new book just out and it's called Keep Her Silent it's a um, crime thriller so that's just out this week so I was over chatting to Teresa about that and um also, she's going. To, she does some work with I Write, where she hosts events, very pop, very popular, and all sorts of things. But, she, but she's going to be interviewing Graham Norton, so that's quite exciting. All right. Okay. So, but when I was over there, um, because it's the other side of the river, which isn't far away, but if you don't drive, it somehow in your head you've got a wee bit of a journey, and it's, you know, you're not in that area too often. So I went um, to, I got the underground over, I got the train then I got the underground to Govan and at Govan, the other reason I was wanting to go to Govan is they've now got the Mary Barber statue there. Oh right, okay. Do you remember that? There was a big campaign. Yeah. It was Maria Fife um, that led it off. Right, the, um, right. They remind me about Mary Barber. She was a, um, a rent strike oh, activist, okay. very, yeah, very... Um, you know, strong women really, um, you know, in their local community, which which was um, Govan, mm-hmm. but um, big figure in the Glasgow rent strikes. So, um, it, the, the statue's been there since March, but of course I'm living in Govan, so I wanted to see that. And it's absolutely lovely. 
It's a, it's a terrific statue, so I've taken photographs. It's her and like all kids at her back. It's a very, lots of people were stopping and looking at right. it. Um, and it, you know, it's very eye catching, it's in a good spot. I mean, I don't remember seeing it. I mean, I might have seen it in the paper at the time, but I don't remember seeing it. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're over that way, Jim, I'm sure you would like to take a photograph because it really, it really is quite a striking statue. And people stopping and looking at it, which I've got to say, when do you ever see anybody looking at a statue in George Square? I mean, not only statue in Glasgow, the man in the, who about man is in the, the Duke of Wellington with his coon. All oh, right, I thought you were talking about the guy that does the. And Tucky Hall Street stands on the box, kid known as a statue. Oh, hi. <laughs> well, maybe him too. But um, the, no, the Duke of Wellington was the cone in his head. Of course, oh, I, people of course, love that. Yeah. But um, this statue, people were actually stopping and looking at it. I mean, I've seen people looking at the wee statue, like the one in... Um, Lobidosa. The, 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 the Lobidosa and the Kiss. Yeah. Um, and the even like that's a clock one, but up at um, Buchanan bus station, there's another nice one in there. But this is absolutely the most striking statue I've seen in Glasgow. Yeah, and they go and hold it. It really is. It's super. So and also, I think it's great that it's there because um, Glasgow City Council have, are now clamping down on the rogue landlords. And these landlords are getting away with absolute murder, you know, ripping people off right, left and centre, not maintaining the buildings, and it's just dis- disgraceful. So they're, um, at the moment, Glasgow City Council have really started clamping down on them. Glad to hear that. So, so it's good to see her statue there and think, you know, things should still happen with, mm-hmm. with the house. Anyway, that's my wee, my wee rant. On that, I also, um, I walked over, coming back, I walked over the Millennium Bridge. No, oh, over, yeah, yeah, yeah. over the side BBC. Bridge. No, is that, is no, that, no is that not the Squinty Bridge. No, the Squinty Bridge is a traffic bridge. The Millennium Bridge is a pedestrian bridge. It's right at the Science Centre. Right, right. I think that's... You'll, you'll probably have walked over it and not know that's what it's called. Right. Um, the Bells Bridge is next to it. There's right. two two pedestrian bridges going across the Clyde, and it was, I mean, the all that modern ar- architecture down there is quite striking, mm-hmm. especially if it's a sunny day. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got the science museum, yeah. and then um, when you walk over, you've got the yeah. hydro and the the, the, the SECC and the um, what's that one, the theatre. The Armadillo. So they're, they're very striking. So I walked then up and over and then to Hindland. No, not Hindland, what we're talking about. Finiston. Right. So it's, it's nice to walk through Finiston as well. So there is just, you cannot believe how many restaurants. Yeah, well, Finiston's jumping. I mean, it's, it's completely transformed in the last decade. It's absolutely transformed and uh, lots of people about, lots of wee cafes, independent shops. I didn't go down the Hidden Lane, which I love, but and all the artisans there. But um, that was quite a nice. Well, it's not not nice walking over the big tube that goes across mm-hmm. the um, motorway. You know, it's not particularly obviously you're seeing nothing, but it's worthwhile um, 
that you know walking over there and then to Finiston mm-hmm. is such a, a um, is such a contrast. You know, from you leave behind all these very modern buildings, then you're back up in amongst the tenements. Yeah. Well, the last time I was over there, of course, was when I was interviewing Francesca Waddle mm-hmm. because she lives in that, that terrace. What's the name of that terrace? Oh, St Vincent Terrace. Vincent terrace. Oh, that's lovely. And that is a beautiful wee terrace because you've got all these folk that are doing up their gardens beautifully oh, oh that's lovely you know, they really look nice that's when I took that photograph of the hips you know the hips oh, right, the right. rather yeah. the roses thing right. in there yeah, lovely yeah, that, gardens nice and then you've got the, the bowling club as well which looks quite nice mm, it's lovely architecture that, yeah. that St Vincent Terrace is really nice we looked at a house there remember mm-hmm. when we were moving I don't even remember we did we went and had a look at one of the flats. Right. I can't even remember that. I can't remember. Although I have been in houses down there because um, I know people that used to live there. Yeah. Anyway, so, there you go. Yeah. Unusual that I remember in. So, <laughs> I have no recollection of that. So other than that, I've been really busy on the, the website um, and I've had visitors. Um, one one thing I worked on particular on the website which I'll mention is a feature on Janet Paisley. Do you remember a wee while back um, I performed, I read something of my own and a poem by Janet Paisley. Mm-hmm. It was at, at an event organised by Linda Jackson. Janet is a close friend of Lin- Linda's. Janet is an amazing writer. She's won all sorts of awards for poetry and um you know, her novels have been translated into over a dozen languages, won just unbelievable amount of accolades and she's very, very ill and um, she's terminally ill. So there have been um, events and tributes to her. So I've put up a um, piece on an article on the Profile website something. kind of dedicated um, to mm-hmm. her. So I spent a lot of time doing that. I've also been... Um, starting to put up events that are going to be on for Glasgow Festival of Americana. Mm-hmm. So that's that looks very good. And you and I are going to see Yvonne Lyon mm-hmm. and Ailey Patterson. Yeah, I remember seeing her. Well, seeing Ailey Patterson in the, at the bowling club before. Did we not? No, we went... I think we saw Yvonne down there. Yeah, I've seen Yvonne. We saw Yvonne. No, we saw Ailey... You, she plays in one, she of, played one of my tracks. Uh, when you, was that your last ago. CD? Or? I don't know if it was the last CD or the one before. Uh, what was the name of the song? It was the kind of sleepy one. Uh, what was that called? Uh, oh, Sleepyhead the Lullaby. Sleepyhead the Lullaby. She played, in oh, a, she played she? piano. Yeah, in the I remember in the that now. That's, that's a lovely tune. That's really nice. No, um, no, Ailey Patterson, we met a few years ago. She's, I think, Northern Ireland she's from. And... Um, you played well. You were on at the same event at Celtic Connections, oh, right. and then we met. We met Haley. Right. We oh, right. I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think so. She's got long pure hair and, and specs. Yeah. yeah. Very good. Yeah. So they're playing together. So that'll be good. Mm-hmm. And um, so I've had visitors as well. Dini Power came up to visit me, so that was really nice. I know Dini through Facebook, and also going to different events in Glasgow, mm-hmm. caught up with her at St Louis and um, 
She's the partner of William Ely. So he's just had something on at the Edinburgh Festival, which apparently was uh, one of Muriel Sparks' books. No plays that had just sort of, you know, been... Yeah, I read about it. I mean, obviously I knew about it because you were chatting about it, but there was an article about it in the, uh, either Observer or the Garden. Oh, good. That's good. Yeah. That's good. I think that must have been really, yeah. um, really super. You yeah. to get that. Okay. And... Um, else? Basha's coming tomorrow, Basha yeah. Palka. Yeah, you mentioned Basha was, com- Basha was coming, so it's tomorrow. Yeah, did I mention she was Well, coming? I mentioned that you were going to interview her the last time. Oh, right, okay, uh-huh, yeah. So, uh, she's About coming Polish, tomorrow. You know, she's part of the, part Polish, of the Polish community yeah. and, um, and yeah, I'm, looking, for, I'm, yeah. I'm looking, looking forward to yeah. seeing Basha. So, that's good. I, I feel as if I've been just super busy on the on the website, sort of Running to stand still. There's a lot of really good things on um, at the GFT as well. And one of the things I would absolutely say to people if they've not seen it to try and go and see is Ne Passaran. Uh-huh. It's a documentary, and when the film festival was on, it was the closing gala. And I went along, and um, in my head, I was uh, thinking, strange having a documentary. Um, yeah. And it seemed very dry. It was about the um, the part the Rolls Royce um, workers in East Kilbride played in the Chilean coup when Pinochet um, like started the all the the troubles in in Chile, mm-hmm. and it is an amazing film. I mean, it is so interesting and it's so. Um, moving, so it's on on the twelfth of September, mm-hmm. and the director will be there. Um, Felipe Bustos, forgotten his, forgotten his full name. He's just a young um, Chilean man, but the it, it it captures everything. And these men at Rolls Royce, they're just what they did was wonderful, and then. Anyway, I don't want to tell her all about it, but it is, I can't tell you how fantastic it is. Right. So. Okay. Is that your lot? Yeah, probably goes more, but I'll, I think I'll stop there, that's okay. probably... Well, I'll top it with a, a favourite West End place myself. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And I'm nominating Anne Clacken Cafe in Kelvin right. Grove Park as oh, my favourite yeah. place in the West End. Uh, if you go there most days, I mean, it's a lovely wee cafe uh, up towards the back of the West End, going up towards, I suppose... Uh, towards Charing Cross End, yeah, the park, right. isn't it? Uh, and it's a favourite hangout of, you know, parents with their kids because they've got the swing park right, next, right in front of it. Uh, but they also have been there when they put on music in the summer, they put wee concerts on. Mm-hmm. So I've seen some bands and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, occasionally I grab a coffee and a cup mm-hmm. of tea as I wander past mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's always nice you know it's always a nice wee place mm-hmm. and I've got a strange wee thing I took some photographs maybe last year because they've got a tree just to the left of it and they, ha- they hung uh, cups and saucers and a wee teapot is that from, the, that from the tree yes, from? That's, that's for that yeah I like that photo so it was mm-hmm. quite interesting so there you go that's my mm-hmm. favourite West End place for this week I must have a wee donor down and there and Clacken Cafe <laughs> yeah <laughs> 
That sounds good. Okay, well, thanks very much, Pat. Thanks very much, Jim. Bye for now. Bye. This ends another episode of Jim and Pat's Glasgow West End Chat. Hope you enjoyed that short version there. Uh, As I said at the start, if you're enjoying it, please subscribe and tell a pal. Uh, Put them on to it. Okay, catch you next time. Bye.